Hey, it's Finn, and if you've been listening to 680 for long, you know that I'm a big fan of Audi Atlanta. That's where I got my Audi Q8 e-tron, which I absolutely love. And it's the only dealership I would recommend to my friends and my family. And here's why. For one, Audi Atlanta has a great selection of luxury vehicles. They helped me find the exact SUV I was looking for, and the purchase was super easy. A fully transparent experience catered to me. The same experience they provide all their customers And here's one more reason that makes Audi Atlanta so special. During the month of April, Audi Atlanta will make a donation to Enduring Hearts for every vehicle sold. Thanks to the efforts of Enduring Hearts, children with heart transplants are living longer and healthier lives. Get the Audi you've always wanted while supporting a great cause. To learn more about Enduring Hearts and to view our current specials, visit AudiAtlanta.com. To start or complete your entire purchase online or shop Audi Atlanta in person like I did on Peachtree Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Together, we have the power to make positive changes that could last a lifetime. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download The Fan app. Hey, it's Finn, and if you've been listening to 680 for long, you know that I'm a big fan of Audi Atlanta. That's where I got my Audi Q8 e-tron, which I absolutely love. And it's the only dealership I would recommend to my friends and my family. And here's why. For one, Audi Atlanta has a great selection of luxury vehicles. They helped me find the exact SUV I was looking for, and the purchase was super easy. A fully transparent experience catered to me. The same experience they provide all their customers And here's one more reason that makes Audi Atlanta so special. During the month of April, Audi Atlanta will make a donation to Enduring Hearts for every vehicle sold. Thanks to the efforts of Enduring Hearts, children with heart transplants are living longer and healthier lives. Get the Audi you've always wanted while supporting a great cause. To learn more about Enduring Hearts and to view our current specials, visit AudiAtlanta.com. To start or complete your entire purchase online or shop Audi Atlanta in person like I did on Peachtree Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Together, we have the power to make positive changes that could last a lifetime. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Broadcasting Company. One more thing. Thank you, Coach Patino. 149, Domino Angelini wrapping up a Monday here on The Fan. I didn't realize Amanda caught up with him at Northport to do a liner. That's right. Atlanta Sports Station, The Fan. We'll talk to Chuck and Chernoff momentarily. We've brokered a deal with Chuck and Chernoff as well. We've compromised when it comes to Coach Paul Johnson. I feel like Henry Kissinger. Like the good version of Henry yeah. Kissinger. This was our version of Kate Davis. Jimmy Carter. I feel like I was, I was able to get a couple yes. of hands shook around. We'll talk Henry more, Clay. We'll, yes. I just feel good about Bill it. Bill Clay. We'll talk more <laughs> about that momentarily. In the meantime, here is Chris Domino with one more thing. Do you know sometimes uh, the movies get it right? And I know that you live in a world where you... you Everything's you, about movies and wrestling. Right. You quote Rocky more than any other movie. Mm-hmm. Some movies are... I hate to say it, they're bad enough to be good because they're entertaining, sure. but sometimes they do get it right. I told you. Uh, Moneyball was a really good movie. I can't believe they made a really good movie out of that. I'd say C+. Plus. Uh, higher, Buck. Higher. Higher. Four batting helmets. Moneyball was really good, but there was a line of Moneyball I used a lot. You don't know. Here's the football version of that, and it comes from a movie called Draft Day that you can bang on for some reasons, but listen to this. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has something, even the great ones, right? said that Montana was too small, that he'd get hurt, he'd get banged up, but that, that didn't seem to matter, did it? A lot of people said that Elway was too strong, that he threw too hard, didn't have touch, but that didn't seem to matter either, did it? And pretty much everyone agreed that Peyton didn't have the arm strength, that he couldn't throw deep, but somehow none of it seemed to matter. You get where I'm going here, guys? You get where he's going there? Nobody's perfect. I don't think Dennis Leary got it. Well, he kept showing that Super Bowl ring. Uh-huh. Look what I got in Dallas. Right. That's why they brought me here. Okay. Coach. $30 million for six years. That's what you're paying. You can find a weakness in anybody if you want to find a right. weakness. Right. Nobody's perfect. So if you think you have the answer right now, there's a really good chance you don't because a lot of factors will come into play. My point is, 
there are a list of quarterbacks. I think now we're up to eight eight quarterbacks I've seen associated with the Falcons. I believe that. Because Russell Wilson, I think, now was at least said enough mm-hmm. where the number went from seven to eight. If you line them all up and I gave you every condition you're going to have with these guys, because it's not the playground. They're not all the same. They're not all the same financially. They're not all the same age. They're not going to be the same pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Some guys are going to be better. I'm starting to ask, who do you want? I'm at that point now where it's who do you want. Can I ask a question before I answer? Sure. What, what are your goals? Because that matters. Do I want to win this year? Do I want to try to do something long-term? Do I want to do Terry doesn't want to get fired. Well, that's why I asked, what are your goals? See, Raheem wants to win in 25 and then playoffs. So and do we. Ask the owner Terry what, wants to win. What does the owner want this year? Do we agree that Kirk Cousins gives you the best chance yes. to win? Yes. But it's the biggest price tag. Sure. Russell Wilson could give you a chance to win, right. and he'd be the lowest price. So option. go back to Cousins, though. It also, I think there's an also, Chris. If you take uh, the the Cousins option and you pay him, you're not drafting a quarterback in the first two rounds. You're no. not going to have him sit for three years. And you're trying to fix other problems Correct. on his team. So what are your so goals? So I'm throwing money at my quarterback. What would you say your number one goal? And I don't know the goal, because I've heard everything, and it's all misdirection, that they want to go young quarterback and they might trade up, or they want to win right now. And again, they're supposed to lie to us. Nick, have you goal. figured out a guy that you want knowing what the conditions are? No. You haven't. It's I'm so compl- confusing. I'm completely lost. It's, I, I don't envy any of these uh, evaluators trying to figure these quarterbacks out, especially if we just limited it to the draft. It's damn near impossible to tell me you know if Drake or Jaden's going to be better or one's right. going to just I, it, I, I will say. I'd be scared. No S-less. idea. As far as Cousins, it's just money. Like, right. I need a quarterback. And if at the end of the sentence it's, and so we improved our team with the best veteran available. $90 million worth. And again, I'm not telling you, it is it, I there you go. It is just money. Yours. He's the best answer to mm-hmm. win for the next two years. Jesse, what if he says, I want three guaranteed? Now I th- we're yours. I, I think you're in that Ooh, territory. You're, you're easier because the Vikings have him, and they're like, we're not doing that. I can't do that. You're I, in that territory where you go. I know the cap's going up. I can't do that. That's irresponsible. That's a baseball thing. I give you the extra year to get the deal done. Right. I don't know if you can afford to do that mm-hmm. in the NFL. And, and, and I'll tell you what You can't afford not to. I'll tell you what you'd be doing, though. <laughs> I hate to say this. Who's if he you're throwing on the, hook, the ball to? If you're on the hook, you're rooting for an injury. Part of you, like, there's that little mm-hmm. sinister side of you that says, do we get out of this if he gets hurt? And the answer is no seal? if it's three guaranteed. I think in no, a lot of scenarios, a lot of scenarios, I guess the team talks to Kirk Cousins or we talk about this other guy and they wind up with Jacoby Brissett and Michael oh, Penix. Oh. I certainly don't want Jacoby Brissett. No, but he's just here until Penix is ready. But there's a middle ground of reckless, right? Ah. And I, I'd want Kirk Cousins too, but if Cousins says for the Vikings, here's the deal. For the Falcons, it's going to cost you more. Right. Are you willing to do Because the Vikings might say, we'll give you two guaranteed and a third if, if we get to that point. He might say to Atlanta, for me to move, it's going to be three guaranteed for 100. And the problem is you have Drake London and you have Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. And that's all you have right now as far as receivers are concerned. And if you pay him that guaranteed, two things if you paid him the guaranteed money. Number one, that's not an escrow. Arthur's got to have $100 million, which I'm sure he's good for. I don't know his bank account. He's got to have 100 on hand. And that's dedicated to the cap each year. There's no wiggle room moving that money around. All well, of a sudden, sign, you're back sign, to some cap issues. How about this, though? Then you got to bring back Van Jefferson. <laughs> sign him to a six-year deal. Can't we? Isn't that the how you avoid at least? But I want to the him, he won't, he won't do that because that doesn't behoove but you, him anymore. But you know what I mean. You do I know, the, but you spread out. Hey, we're going to give you $90 million signing bonus. I'm going to spread it out over 12 years. Whatever the game is now, I don't. Kirk Cousins is a really good example of what the game in terms and of his numbers were be. tremendous. But it's just where do you draw that line? He's got hurt. As you said, when, I draw when the does line it become not reckless? having a quarterback anymore? Yeah, if, if like, I mean, a, I'm not trying to be a wise guy here. Understand, but, you guys are all right, but there's some nuance to this conversation right. of about to be a 36 year old. Everybody not named Brady. And I'll use Breeze as a kind of a sort of. He started throwing five-yard passes. Everybody not named Brady started falling off uh-huh. at 36 and 37. Okay, here's one. Be careful just going. It'll be like this again for Kirk the Broncos, over the next two years. Their issues are their issues. The Broncos are about to pay Russell 85 to not play. So if I had to choose. Uh, they're about to take that 1. hit to not million play. Or 45 million. Right. If I had to choose between the two, I'm taking Russell Wilson yeah. at 1.2 that, because I, I can man. spend some money then on receivers uh, as, and help. As long as Zach Robinson can say and what he needs to say. To if him. I sign Kirk Cousins, I still have my eighth overall pick. So that's if as I sign well. Russell I have Wilson, all I my draft picks. Sure. Then if, as well. But if, for some scenarios, you don't. If I sign Russell, I can also draft a quarterback. Yeah. I can't draft one if I'm paying Kirk three years. They're not going to sit for three years. I want Jaden Daniels. And I said this about, and I go back to the coaching thing. Anything other than Jim Harbaugh, I was going to say, yeah, all right, let's see what happens. I would have pimped a little bit for Harbaugh. You think, think Fontenot's having sleepless nights? This is going to define everything at this point. That's yep. all. It, he hasn't done anything 
that will define him. He's made some smart free agency moves. His draft has been nothing's been impactful. No, no, no. But the well, Jesse Bates kind of. No, no, but not not a safety can't impact the way that his whole tenure. Thomas's whole tenure was based off what? Julio. He got Matt Ryan right. And Julio. But yes. Trading up for Julio but, and then and then doing Matt the wrong Ryan thing and with Michael him. Turner. So none of that would have mattered, though. None of what we're saying would have mattered if he didn't get Ryan right. Yeah. It's got him 13 years because he got well, Ryan right. That shows you everything you can get wrong. If you get the quarterback yes. that right, you can, you have, can have a decade Correct. of missing. Yeah, I'm not saying he did, but he gives you more leeway to miss. No doubt. And this is for Terry. They haven't spent money yet on quarterback, and they haven't. Drafted a quarterback. You don't want your Wikipedia page, if you're Terry Fontenot, to say the best. Hey, and, and highlight, career highlights. He got the Falcons out of cap hell. Mm-hmm. That's not really a general manager highlight to walk away with the rest of your life. Which is, and it's not to say diminished what he, it's easy to do. You don't spend. Now, the Bates move was really good. The Onyemata move was good. The Caden Ellis. But none of those will be remembered. What will be remembered is, did you take Michael Penix at eight because you, you were or desperate? Did you, did you trade for Justin Fields and you found out eh, he wasn't the one? Right. So, it, it, but the fact that it's eight quarterbacks, I think, that have been mentioned in print. I, I know that's confusing. The Atlanta Falcons. It's There's a lot of stuff. Coach Arthur and Scary Terry didn't come in together from the same organization. They've been BFF for decades, and that's the story. I understand that they were separate. Terry just watched the coach get fired because he never figured out the quarterback thing. No they're figuring out the quarterback right now. He's not picking my quarterback. Zach Robinson's picking my but quarterback. They're, but the team is figuring out the quarterback no, 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 I know. right now. But I'm going to Zach Robinson. I really am. I'm sorry to, to me. I know you're the general manager. Who's going to fit in this offense? And if we take That's this it. guy that doesn't fit into your offense, what adjustments are you going to make if we take this and guy? Then the, the and plan, who needs to be the backup? Just Well, that's the thing, right? right? When plan A doesn't work or plan B is somebody else makes a better offer to the, what other your plan. Your plan C is Gardner Menchu. And you, you wind up with Bonics, Jacoby Brissett which and is, Michael Panix. That's not impossible at all here. No. That's very I'm, in play. I, by the way, Jacoby Brissett is just a, he's a metaphor. Like for that? No, no, no. He's an actual it's a person. Scary metaphor. No, no, no. Sorry, he's it's, an actual person. It's a horrifying do you know, metaphor. Do you know if, it's sort of like when you say Xerox. If that, <laughs> yeah, Q-tips. It means all Q-tip. of Q-tip. If he, if I have to come in here one day and say, well, the Falcons made their move for the quarterback. It's Jacoby Brissett. It's Gardner Minshew. All right. On we go into the future. But yeah, if I'm I couple be, in an with a quarterback, I think it'll it'll make you feel a little better. I, I know. I'm, I'm going to be down. But... I'm going to be down if I find that out before the draft. Are you going to be that up for Kirk Cousins? Like, I like Kirk, too, but I, I feel like what's happening. I got a story, you're man. You're playing NFL football week one. You're I root right. for stories. But I, that's no, a good and story. No, I'm with you, Chris, but I'm saying from a fan in me, like, we do this as a fan base. There was a, half the fan base that gassed up Desmond Ritter last year was literally hilarious. There was half the fan base that was like, we got to give up the franchise for or Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson. Now it's people are gassing up Justin Fields to, like, a way, if the Bears loved him so much, they would keep him. I'm just saying none of these options are going to make you feel overwhelming. They make you feel better because no, it's not Desmond, it's not Taylor. But you could take the other side. If this were debate class, you could take the other Easily. side as to why it's not going to work. It didn't work with Jeff Collins at Georgia Tech. Paul Johnson was on the Bill Shanks show over the weekend. Now, we brokered an agreement. I'm going to play one of the cuts. You I, guys I, are going to no, play no, no, the no, other no, two no, cuts. No, no, no. Nobody understands what you're talking about. Let we me have explain. three cuts from Paul Johnson. Let me explain what happened. Please do. What happened is a, a, a producer of the show that's coming up next came in and, and very nicely mm-hmm. said, oh, guys, I'm wondering if you guys could blah, blah, blah. I thought he was a little – he should have been a little more assertive if right. I'm going to grade him. Should have been a little bit okay. more assertive. Hey, here's what's happening. Right. Now, I would well, have see, answered – you don't want to be that assertive because then I'm going to go the other way. But hold on. I don't deal well with confrontation. But here's what I would have said if I'm running – if I'm driving the bus. Mm-hmm. Before 2 o'clock, don't tell me what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have said That's to the young almost man. Almost 2 o'clock. Right. So there was a good chance we were going to get to 2 o'clock. Right. So you broker a deal. Everybody, and it's now 2 o'clock. Everybody, Our power is gone. <laughs> everybody is lucky right. that this isn't the version of you that we all know. It's fine. Listen, I, I, I oh, don't the limo mind. driver version? Don't tell me what to do. No, no. We are all in this together. Right. So we're going to play one. Honey-baked ham, Nick? <laughs> Not that guy. So yeah, essentially, that guy's gone. what this comes down to at 245 is we don't have a backup plan, so we were hoping you Right. Wouldn't. It's yeah. like sure. the quarterback yeah. situation. So, oh, yeah. And then we got four minutes to fill if y'all take all the audio. That's, and that's okay. You have two cuts from Paul Johnson, yeah. Rip and Jeff Collins. We'll just play this cut. He just distorted everything when oh. he got there. I mean, I'll just call a spade a spade. I don't, I don't care. I got no respect for the guy, so I can say what I want. He went in and distorted everything that was there and acted like we had never won a game Ooh. and lied about who he inherited, lied about the offensive line, lied about That's us great. not going to the high schools in Georgia. He just told a bunch of whoppers, and it came back to get him. It I sure mean, because there wasn't much substance there. So it's three lies and a whopper. Right. That's what Paul Johnson. Now, what's the name? Hold on. What's the name of the show that he was on? The Bill Shanks. It show. should actually be the Bill Shib show because that man took. He went into the. Oh, he so wasn't. He, he went into Gen Pop. Yeah. 
Yeah, he wasn't done. You guys will play the cuts later on this hour. So here's the thing. I don't want either side. Paul Johnson's a jerk. Jeff Collins is a liar. Like, that's a jerk move. That's shoveling dirt on a guy. There are a few things. Well, he shoveled dirt on Paul Johnson. That's how Paul sees Yes, but remember what Jeff was trying to do. It wasn't about winning or losing. It's you're off the radar in this city. Forget about the, the state. Forget about you are off the radar. That's not Paul's fault. They won a bunch of games. Georgia Tech needed to matter more. And that's Jeff Collins' first task was doing what? Building up the brand. Okay, but I, I, he did a hell of a job. I, he didn't do the substance uh, football. He did, Chris. You have to remember. Yeah, we, he was I, on every, I bought in. We all did. I, I know. But I he, was on, in. he was on every show. He was everywhere out in yeah. front. Now, there was no substance. Right. But at the beginning, he wasn't worried about substance. He was worried about I know. trying to get on everybody's here, radar. Here's the problem then. You just hired P.T. Barnum. Of course. But, but of course. That's that, what they wanted at first. We, but we they're supposed know to know, the no, no, no. They're supposed to know better. They're supposed to know. It's like quarterbacks. I mean, who knows? If the most important thing... Yeah, believe me, I'm the king of that world. I'm not telling you they Crap knew it was going to be. Thank you. Uh, I don't want to say it. I think you've been proven right. <laughs> but they, history, uh, history has been on Domino's side. But but they did hire P.T. Barnum. At the end of the day, like that is so when you look back on it, and I'm not giving anything away. You guys have two mm-hmm. more cuts. The third cut, if you play them in the same order, I never thought of it this way. And Paul Johnson was right about when it came to guys who played for Georgia so, Tech. Paul we, Johnson was really right that Jeff Collins did a big disservice. We'll play the cut of that later on. Yeah. But let's not forget, Jeff Collins hired Marco Coleman as his defensive line coach and Deshard Choices. No, no, no. I meant, I meant players that played I understand, but, that was, but I'm using guys who wanted to come back. He wanted them there for a reason. Great recruiters, know the program. They came back, and they left when they saw the writing on the wall how bad it was getting. Paul, Paul Johnson, I don't remember him being warm and fuzzy to former Georgia well, Tech players. Well, and, and the other thing There's about, some rewriting of history Well, here. the rewriting he, of the history to me yeah. is the high school deal because I've heard that from more than Jeff Collins, that they weren't really into going into the Atlanta school scene mm-hmm. and visiting those but, players. But can we also admit that Jeff had to go after a different well, style of player, size of player than Paul? You got a Zoom meeting? <laughs> yeah, no, that means the soda's cold. Uh, it's in the freezer and it'll explode and we won't have ice for two days. Hey Brian, can you go get that, please? He sets an alarm for himself. Like this is it'll just, explode. It's exploded. We don't. When, have yeah. you ever tried to get ice and there's you no ice? You remember when it was broken and there was care. like soda spilt everywhere? What's the because scenario? Of you just had yeah, somebody you deliver right. you a soda? I did not have someone deliver yeah. me a Look soda. Look me. Hey, hey, Chris Berman. Hey, how it's you on doing? Camera. Over there? Want to open that for you? Hey, saying is. Um, Paul, can I get you a napkin, Mr. Oliver? Paul did operate outside what was going to be consistently. High level football recruiting wise. I mean, I'm trying to say that as arm's yeah. length as possible. He he took like there was a three year starter. Was it Brad Stewart? Was a wide receiver who had. I mean, you look at his options coming out of high school. Anybody can turn themselves into whatever it is, but like a three year starter in the ACC. And I'm looking at this, going, this is the level, and he would defend it. So Paul, that's that's history, and that's his own deal. He won a hell of a lot of games. He's a good coach. I don't know what's in it for Paul to say these things. However, he's a man in his mid sixties. One possible answer is, I'm 65 years old. I, I get care. to be whoever the hell I want to be. Yeah. But I don't, I don't understand why you would get into muck like that. Because I don't think Paul cares. He doesn't oh, care. I don't think that's he an did. answer. It makes Absolutely it is. In his personal scoreboard, it makes him feel better. Absolutely. Why are you doing that at 65? He walked, why do you have it at he, he, he walked into the Bill Shanks show with 10 pounds of crap yes. in a five-pound bag. Yep. Because I said it. You want to Spring loaded. You want to do part two? Just give him two hours to tell you all uh, everybody he doesn't mm-hmm. like, and he'll fill the two hours that easily. Great I mean, for us. That's that's what he's going to do. I mean, if he, he can't mean he has that right. I'm, like, yeah. I'm just saying. I, like, people talk about offenses. He's on with us a few years ago. How would you describe Georgia's offense? I said pro style. He goes, it's not pro style. Then I asked Mark Rick, how do you describe your offense? It's pro style. All right. Well, what, what do you want from me at that? Hey, it's point? not like you forgot any of those. You're, you're just, I'm like Paul. We're too much alike. That's probably why we didn't get you, along. You, you forgot. I don't forget anything. I keep receipts. You forgot your sandwich on Thursday. Uh, when we were down in Northport, Uh-oh. but yet you remember a conversation like yeah. this. Think about that. You didn't he have did, your lunch? No, he forgot a sandwich. No, right? I had to adapt and adjust. Were you ornery? Uh, I wasn't happy. Yeah. Fried chicken uh, and look, cheesecake? I very much look forward to that turkey and cheese sandwich at about 1210. Right. It was in the refrigerator. He forgot to take it. The good news was I didn't have to make my lunch for the following day. That's how I saw oh, it. Oh, you were a step ahead. Yeah, then we went to the Tiki Bar, and uh, Janet from Booze Company served us up uh, a burger. How did the true. week go, by the way, with you and uh, Amanda Schwartz living in the Airbnb? It was fine. These two were buddy buddies yeah. sitting on the couch together oh. watching TV. Well, what was wrong with that? I was a third wheel. What which was is the just common the ground TV? No, no, no. She told me I watched Love is Blind for the first time ever. I knew the premise. Yeah. 
I, I'm rooting against all. You of should them. be. That's what is love. What is the hook on Love Is Blind? They don't see each other. Before. They don't see each other. They're in these pods. They talk through a wall. Correct. Then they get engaged. You fall in love without seeing somebody. And you engage somebody. somebody. You handle, yeah. And yes. then you go live with them for a couple of weeks right. and figure out if you're going to. I mean, it's married. a TV show. You're yeah. not I just hope they all lose. Like whatever. <laughs> I think possession should be taken from these people. But it was it's, good. Domino made burgers one night. Uh, he made pizza another night. He made sure. chocolate chip cookies Did for he, us. He have the I Heart the Chef apron on while he was working. No, he was a he was a very very good cook. Here's the thing. We have a young woman who had never – now, good for her. She was on the field last year. She mm-hmm. got some stuff for us. But she hadn't been in the clubhouse, and the idea of going to get industry-term liners. Hi, this is Matt Olson. You're listening to the Braves Radio Network. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to walk up on people. And I said it's a great week to do it. Everybody did you remember all that as you praise her now? Did you remember all that as she got you lost on the way back I, to the airport? Yeah, that was a little bit – Wait, what? She what I understand, it. you were very upset. Ways didn't work? Twice. I said, are you sure we're going in the right direction? She was using the, the ways. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and then she punched it in and said, oh, we would have ended up on a beach somewhere. I really do believe she put we it in a different about, airport. Or? I, just I Sarasota in general, I think, is what she said she put in. I think we were going to end up on a beach. We were just, about yeah, to. I guess to Sarasota. Yeah. We, we were about to turn the city left. city limits. <laughs> and then the ways thing said, no, 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 don't do that. Turn right. Interesting. And then we got to the airport. Now, were you a good navigator at least? Oh, I'm terrible. You still beat me to the airport. Yeah, I know. Would well, you, you take an you, Uber? Well, he probably stopped at Marshall's. No. By the way, he came home. Ask him how many nights he came you home. Shopped with again. Marshall's or TJ Maxx. What is wrong? You, you can do that. Again. He, he's yeah, gone for five there. hours. Different department. He was gone for five hours. Mm-hmm. Did you guys Three days. He was gone well, for five hours. I went five, and worked out. I, in the gym was thirty minutes away, did. and then I figured on the way back. I'll... Five hours. So they didn't have access to the car while you were gone. No, no, no. We had two cars. Okay, they shared the car, and I had my own. Okay. We thought, you know, it would be the best move. Give him his own car. Yeah, that's smart. Nobody that wants. Nick, all Nick kinds likes of problems. to do his own thing, right? Which included again a TJ Maxx bag hey. coming into the house one day in a Marshall. Um, what am I wearing right now? I don't know. Yeah, nice Under Armour. Okay. Were you uh, good deal? Were yeah, you out in the public? Deal. Were you in the public space at all with these folks? Uh, yeah, we went out to dinner one. Night. Yeah, we did go to dinner. All right. the, this was... place they had. You guys were out of town, so you didn't hear this. So this place, if, if you're traveling down there, uh, you need to go to this Lock and Key. Yeah, it's the Lock and Key Pub and Grub. They have happy hour eleven. A.M. to 6 p.m. Okay, that's not happy hour. That's t- all day. No, no, no. Happy so, day. Tell, so, them, tell them the hook. So here's how it works. Every day, 11 to 6, they have these rip-off tickets. They hand you a ticket. It's got five slots, and you pull one of them. Three of them say full price. One says half price. One says free. You got a one no in five shot. No matter what you order. No matter what you get. That drink that you order, they hand you a ticket. You could order uh, champagne at the, sure. please, I want the uh, want Yolstall. Crystal. Right. You open it, it says free or half price. Huh. Three of them say full price. And you're going to pay but to drink do, anyway. They do this all day. Now, do you see them before they shuffle them? Like, do you make sure there's actually a free and they don't say, no, they no. All don't say no, full? No, 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 no. I mean, the guy opened one in front of us. The guy opened one in front of us. They had these made. Mm-hmm. Three say full price. One says half. Right. One says free. Okay. You have a one in five chance. Okay. You, if it says full price, you can pull all sure. of them. They don't care. And it's yeah, it's just say, to prove it. That's no what I'm doubt saying. about yeah. it. Okay. But any drink you That's order a fun at that idea. moment. There's a guy there that looked like a degenerate Chipper Jones, a smaller Chipper Jones. He was just hanging. He, he, was had, he had his arms around bo- two women at the bar. Yeah, drinking true. with him. Good for Chipper. No, nice. no, no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't Chipper. Fake I Chipper. It, I thought Fipper. it was initially. Chipper. Chipper. Not, too short to be Fo, Chipper. Faux Larry. Maybe he was telling people he was Chipper. But that guy's not. He's in there all the time. Wearing a brave starter jacket. The deal is flip-flops i felt age appropriate mm-hmm. they gave you a good plate of food right. good burger i got no beef it's, and you it's know what an they early do? happy hour early close and you know what they do they have golf carts to take you home in a two and a half mile radius yep. oh my goodness well, this place has figured it out so if you're going down there or visit this place like what was it bubby's there was a service uh-huh. they told me what the then name there was, was a place next door that clearly was a punch palace if you're into that, a roadhouse type of thing, the bar next door was the place for I've you. I've always said if one of the walls is leaning a little bit, there's <laughs> a good chance that they're not doing a lot of rehab on it. Yeah. There's probably some fights going on. But the on. neighborhood folks who live there, that must be heaven. They get golf carts. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like Bubby's Golf Carts or something. It's some okay. guy. Then that Tiki Bar, it's open from on non-game days, 9 a.m. in the left field corner to 3 p.m. And people are just, by about 11.30, people, it's packed. Do you know? On Friday, there was a cover band playing like uh, fantastic. Skinnered and 38 yeah. Special. Domino, have you altered all Van Zant all the time. Have you altered your... and 38 Special? <laughs> what range? Right. Now, remember, I passed the Villages this weekend, or this last week, going to, to Central Florida, and I thought that I, was your plan. Have you altered them I now? Ca- no, I, what they're building there... I almost want to leave. I, I want to leave after the show and go move there. We were and not eating, tell my family. and he went to go at a table get ketchup and napkins. And he ended up talking to these two older women. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Sir, do you live here now?" No, I don't live here now. Give it a year. 
I don't live in now. I'm single though. My wife, she fought real hard. I did, I did not play the wife. She didn't make it. No, she didn't make it down here. Yeah, I did not play the wife Mastaway Club. But they and I'm gonna say I just asked for the ketchup and they started to ask me questions. Of course. So I, I just want you Media to realize. I covered their purses. Oh in the tiki bar I became a catch, How about which that? is something else. Mm-hmm. Do you I know the ketchup on my pants? The kitchen closed at two thirty. We got in at two twenty nine and Janet uh, from Three's Company. When I tell you she wasn't sure what she was going to do she with us or not, she was not happy. She, she didn't know if. She was, uh, oh, she had already shut down the make line. Yeah. And, if, yes. if I would have asked, it would have been no, but he asked nice. You oh, better get that order in now. He was like Tommy Boy asking for wings. <laughs> you fire it up. Yeah. It, it, if you would have asked for menus, I think it's over. Right. I think we would have heard kitchen. She's clothes. like, I don't have menus. We're just going to get two cheeseburgers. I just ordered two cheeseburgers. <laughs> very uh, very basic. Easy. You streamlined the process. Oh, yeah. I love it. We were so close. But that Tiki Bar, I'm yeah. telling you, if you're going down there, there are places to hang out at Northport if you're of a certain age. Today is the 26th of February. So let's go back in time and talk about some of the things that happened on this date. This is capacity. The, the Beatles run continues. 1970 on this date. Beatles release Hey Jude, the compilation album in the U.S., originally titled Beatles Again. This was one of the songs on it. Hey Jude, it's the only album version of the song. We're all standing in the front, all looking like, you know, dirty hippies. Is that what their look was? Yeah. Is that what they were going for? Yeah. So this is before they go to India? Uh, no, it's afterwards. They come back from it. Yeah, it's a compilation oh. album, if you will. This is uh, Old Brown Shoe by George Harrison on this album. You gotta work hard to find a Beatles cut nobody knows. Yeah, yeah, true. Mm. I don't they, like that. They they did the tribute to George. Oh, it was a great cut. Conan sang this. Conan O'Brien did a great job with it. I don't think I remember that. Huh. 1983 on this date, Michael Jackson's Thriller goes to number one on the charts and stays there for 37 mm. weeks. We did this the other day. Do you know in 1984 it's a record? Only five albums hit number one. This carried over from 83 into 84. Born in the USA? Born is that in the USA. Is that who overtook Michael? I want to know Purple who's... Rain, uh, Born in the USA. Bananarama. Huey Lewis and the News Sports okay. was the number one album that year, and we're missing one. I don't remember. But what a time oh, when you actually about, had to go uh, buy a Richie. record. No. Maybe. You had to no. buy a tape, buy a record. Like this, we're not talking downloads no. or digital no. or views. Oh, yeah. Like you had to go to the record store, and people were buying it in that kind I of had 37 my, weeks. I would take my brother's Honda Prelude, and we would drive around listening to this in the cassette deck, among others. I Here's what I thought. What year is this, 83? Yeah. This was not playing in my car, but I do know that uh, if you were going out with... I think women were much more into this than I was. Well, that's a, yeah, the girl that I was dating. Oh, yeah. yeah. Human Nature, PYT, really there are songs that never get played that were great hits on this album. I almost demolished that thing. He just bought it. It was like one of those you know, those old school preludes where the lights would flip up. I, shockingly, Chris, I wasn't paying attention, and there was a car stopped in front of me. So this is a long-running thing. Yeah. That you're a terrible driver. <laughs> and I almost slammed right into that pickup You'd truck. You'd fit in in Florida. I don't know how I, how I would have explained well, that What was your level of distraction, though? Well, we... I don't know. I was probably just looking at something. I don't gotcha. know. He's like, a, he's like a dog in a window. <laughs> yeah, There's a squirrel. Uh. <laughs> Something's going to capture my attention. You saw Marshalls out the window. <laughs> Do you know Oh, Jim. <laughs> I, I, I said at one point, because he did, he did miss a turn. Um, I missed two turns. There's so much construction going on in this Highway 41 where they're building a Costco. You know you're serious when you're building a Costco. You're ready to play ball. The best business in Florida right now seems to be the guy that rents out the buckets, like the orange and white buckets for traffic. I said Nick Cellini will not be able to navigate this at night. (laughs) How many The lanes just sort of just ended. That's too much. all the time. Yeah. That's too much for you. Yes. Yeah, shift. shift. I wish I was in the business, though. The orange cone and bucket business. I, I just wish there were a few more publics down there, though. Every That's block. where they all began. Every, every block. Corner. No, no, right. no. Do you know the first one I got down there was oh. like a grand celebration? Oh, my God, we have a publics. Now they built like four more of them. Yeah, they're not dumb. They're playing the hits as they Never say. have enough publics. And I did look at a 55-plus community. Did you? There was a group of five people walking who were absolutely my age or plus, and I looked at Amanda in the car. I said, you know, that could be me. Soon matter of fact, it could be me right. soon. All right. Get my power. Good to have a backup plan in case the village just doesn't. Also, what are you thinking? Like next spring training? Like, uh, when do you do this? I don't know. I'd I'm like, interested. You put them on a spot? No, I want to know what I his plans see what are. You and uh, Rick Kranitz were talking about real estate off we the sh- air. We sure were. You can't spring this on people. You're like Peter King. You're going to write a column that morning and you're done. I, I, I should have mentioned that in one more thing. Friend of the show. I did tease him. Friend of the show, Peter King. We'll get into it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, no, I just thought, oh, I wonder how this really works socially. Mm-hmm. What are the amenities? That we've lost our opportunity to hear reflections from Jay Bell. Like, that's over now. I'll say this. It ain't cheap. 
No, that village is. Oh, no, it's no, only no. going to get more expensive down there. What do you do all day? I know that there's they have activities. I mean, at some point. But what do you do now? What do you do now? Work. Yeah, but I'm getting. What do you do now? You know what you're not going to do. Your kids aren't going to bother you. I understand, but there's, there's no many, kids. I speak. Nick and I are the kind of alike. Too many hours in the day of free time is dangerous. <laughs> well, that's a good point. We need structure. I need to get up in the morning and still, like when I was on my sabbatical a couple of times, I yeah. need to still get up and prep for a Correct. show that's yeah. not coming. Structure. I, I need to stay in my routine. Yes. That's what I did for like a year. Yeah. Can't be if, trusted with time. <laughs> exactly. You know what I almost I almost told you where you were working out? Did you pass the Ollie's? Yeah. Did you go into Ollie's? I didn't go into Ollie's. I can't I believe you didn't go into Ollie's. Ollie's is like the greatest kept secret in the world. You know what Ollie's I is? I don't. You know what Ollie's is? The sandwiches? No. What? Ollie's is like, like uh, a Bucky's. No, 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 without gas, no, no. You know what it is? It's sort it's of Bucky's like... without gas. What's the store they call it? Uh, not the Dollar General, not that one. What's the other one? Big Dollar Lots. Tree. Big Lots. Big Lots. Lots. All right. If you have little kids, I'm telling you right now, here's your tip of the week. Ollie's is the greatest book section for little kids I've ever seen. You can take up an hour at Ollie's. But it's a great book section, period, for adults, too. I'm just looking at children's books. But yeah, here, no, no. Here's how you know you've changed. Call did you authorities. Did you survey the area for any adult entertainment? Nothing. See? Nope. He's even matured. Did not no. even think about it. Okay. Only drank one night. Okay. Had That's four beers too. that one night. We went Look out to you. dinner, and that was it. That's true. No you drinking. know what I did notice at one point? He did go like this. 14 miles that yeah, way. I think you're still. I think yeah. he was still As smelling the, the strip club. I think baby powder miles. and glitter. You still know miles. where it is. He is the notorious drink counter, though. I've never been around anybody who knows what he he's count. I agree. Like with we'd you. be out and he'd be. I'm 11 beers. And I'm like, how do you know? Yeah, me and my friend used to always do that. Well, you used Stayed to also stack up your cans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah man, 24. <laughs> Can stand outside and go, Molly Crew. I hear it that way. <laughs> 1985, the uh, 27th annual Grammy Awards took place. This was the song of the year by the late Tina Turner. If you haven't seen the movie, I suggest that you do. And I, I didn't give him any awards. Let me tell you something. Denzel Washington could have never pulled that off. What Larry Fishburne did in that. I know. Oh, he's Larry to you. Oh, wow. That's right. That. Just could have never pulled that. That's off. underselling Denzel a little bit. L- Lawrence Fishburne, I've said it. He, he was great. great. He's a better actor than Denzel. Wow. Denzel's like Tom Cruise. I got the same guy in every movie. Ooh, I, gotta, I'm, I'm I want to say this. You look at the body of work. Uh, be careful. For Lawrence Fishburne. Right. Put it up. Give now, me four or five of the best Larry mm. Fishburne. Great in that. Okay. Great in Boys in the Hood. Agreed. Great in Blackish. Okay. Yeah, you're going to miss one too. The what Matrix, did he play? The uh, John Wick. And John Wick. About the Harlem numbers. Oh, yeah. He was. Uh, oh. Bumpy? Yeah. He was great what in was that. that. He was fantastic. I, I watched that movie on a plane. He was great in that. You want to know what I think? Harlem. Yeah. I'm going to give you the Denzel thing, and I'm going to tell you where I think you might be right about this movie. Eat the cake, anime. Denzel puts that hair on, and I don't think I believe it the way that I believed it was. No, the casting was perfect. I don't know if Denzel would have put the hat, hat on. Who else can go from that to blackish? To, to being the guy in blackish. I agree with you. He is phenomenal. And in John Wick, he's great. He's great. Hmm. Uh, 1993. This movie was released. A budget of $25 million, made $40 million worldwide, falling down. Showdown, the sheriff, and the bad guy. I'm you just want to do this. This doesn't have to be the end, Bill. You have a choice. My little girl is dead. I don't have a choice. You have a choice. So you have two choices. I can kill you, or you can kill me, and my little girl can get the insurance. One. Two. Don't do this. Please. Let's go! Don't tell anybody what happens. Now you're going to go see it. <laughs> there are so many scenes that you can't play. That's wonderful. When he's in the Army-Navy surplus store, that guy, that may have been the best role in that whole movie. What kind of vigilante are you? Going home! Mm-hmm. I'm going home. What's this? I can't say the rest. No. Him just getting out of his car snuggled. in the middle of traffic is, is a great scene. No doubt. Just walking away. 1997, the 39th annual Grammy Awards took place, and this was the song of the year. Written by Babyface. Changed the World by Eric Clapton. Now, this was in the uh, the Travolta movie, right? Phenomenon? Yes. I be- yeah, I believe so. There was another song, though. I, like- I still couldn't figure out. But don't like- worry, is he the angel? No, well, that was Well, what is he really? Oh. Sorry. What is he really? Oh, that wouldn't one- make sense. Michael. Just, yeah, in Phenomenon, he gets that. Uh, <laughs> Lightning. He's got a brain tumor. Yeah, he's got, yeah but he thinks it's li- everybody thinks he got in my life. Well, he got smarter all of a sudden, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it, was, it, wasn't the, it wasn't the lightning. It was the tumor. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. much about it. There was like all these movies at the time. Powder, Michael, Phenomenon. Yeah. I, I will say this. I, I saw might, it get shorty, and after that, I was like, I might be I'm out for a little while. I kind of like that movie. 
I did worry. He got smart. Yeah. I kind of like that movie. Didn't Babyface work in our old building, too? Yeah, he did. Yeah. To see him on the elevator. I, I think I ran him over La one face time. Face in, in the Yeah, I, ran, I was in running downstairs for whatever reason. Somebody goes, you know, you just trucked. I go, oh. no idea. I was on the elevator face. with Pebbles a couple of times. Yeah. She smelled marvelous. Yeah. <laughs> smells like money. <laughs> oh, no, no. She was beautiful. Yeah. I, I'm still trying to figure out her and Otis Nixon. That, that, I'm, I don't, don't think so. Like Sharon Greg Allman. Has anybody I, I seen it? Did you see Babyface on the... Uh, yeah. Guy looks incredible. He does look good. You ever see the unplugged he did here? He plays this very with talented. Eric Clapton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, extremely talented. Great performance. L.A. Reid and Babyface. I mean, it was LaFace. What's Baby's right? Worth right now? Look it up. Is he half a bill? One, no, no, no. Uh, I think it's thirty-five say, years of head hits. Thirty-five years. I think it's going to say two hundred million. It builds up, man. Thirty-five years. I think it's two hundred million. Two hundred million. Good job, oh, Amina. Nineteen ninety-seven. He played the original Bosley. Charlie's Once Angels upon TV a time, show. There this is three little girls the other guy. who went to the police That's academy. John David Doyle. Was, yes. Yeah. David Doyle was Bosley. Yes. Bosley, Tom Bosley. Yeah. Farrah Fawcett only on for one year, one season. Well, it's kind of like yeah, she did the Chevy Chase thing. Yeah. And she left the Cheryl Ladd came in. We had Cheryl Ladd in studio. Mm-hmm. Tiny. Yeah, wonderful. Now, her husband was very overbearing. A European. I don't think he trusted us around. What did he think you were going to do? I don't know. It's I don't a know question. He, I don't know if he was, was this Hungarian. Was this a 790? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was right. I don't know if he was Hungarian. I don't know. He, he just she, sort of, uh, It's not like we asked her to do anything. What was we she were just talking to her. That's a good question. She was in Las Vegas for a little she bit. She was used in to have, like, Poison this Ivy. Where people would just come on. I don't, yeah. He would just get them on somehow. Phyllis no. George? Yeah. Sure, Cheryl Ladd was in Poison Ivy. I think she played a mom who was sick. Yeah, though. well, a mom who was uh, maybe the sleeping pills was a little much oh, for her, right. so the husband had to turn to the oh, babysitter. Right. That was Tom Skerritt. Yeah. yeah. And Tanya Roberts was also on Charlie's Angels, and I told her in Iceland yeah. that she was much more attractive in person. Right. Is that insulting? Yeah. It's a why? weird. It's a weird compliment. It's not, it's you, not weird. Because in a woman's ear, she hears I wasn't attractive on the show. Well, that's what she said. Yeah, that's not what I meant. Katarina Witt, too, didn't you? Yeah, we had her on. Yeah, yeah, yeah beautiful. Made her angry. Uh, did we? Yeah. I, you know what? I think so. You were oh, commenting think, about the... Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Never talk, mind. Did you yeah. talk about her Playboy? Uh, well, we yeah, talked about yeah. the Playboy spread and how apparently she Choices. still thought it was so, 1976. Anyway, that would offend yeah, somebody. Well, yeah, well, again, you can't I didn't bring know that any better up. Then. I didn't know any better. So if you combine that Tanya Roberts moment along with the Katarina Witt moment, boy, yeah. you, you set a pile up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't tell the woman. Why don't you just ask her, oh, what do you do? Excuse me? Oh, what do you do? I'm not pregnant. Right. You sort of went. What she heard is you look less fat in person. I guess. Yeah. And I didn't mean it that way. I know you didn't. Your heart was in the right place. Your delivery. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Cash would have celebrated a birthday today had he not passed away at the age of 71 in 2003. Be honest, you guys would have taken the under on Johnny Cash. Not seven. Like, if I no, said no, that, he's not a half. chance. No question. Yeah. Hold on. How old was he? 71. 71. What did he look like in that video? Oh, you know, you're saying. 90. He looked like uh, somebody used to work with. Him. <laughs> you're saying not making it to that yeah, age. Of yeah. course not. Yeah. Like he would have passed at like yeah. 40. Yes. He's not supposed to be 71. Yeah. Elvis and Johnny were not 71. supposed to. It said 71 on his birth certificate. He might have been. I'm saying, I'm saying how he lived. Right. He was not 71. Damage. Is there anything he didn't put in his body? No. No, but. I don't know if he wrote his best you songs. Try some of that B12, I'll try some of it. Can you mix it with cocaine? <laughs> you just wanted to do a cheap Johnny Cash. It was a Joaquin Phoenix Johnny Cash, which I appreciate. I'll stay though. awake and recover at the same time. With a little bit of Forrest Gump thrown in. Wow. <laughs> do you think Johnny Cash, like he had a resurgence? He was out of the consciousness for a long time. Oh, yeah. Like he was a guy who went away, and all, all of a sudden, towards the end, you hook up a Trent Reznor, and yeah, and all of a sudden, people go, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy tri- passed away. You remember the tributes when he died? Yeah. Like, everybody came out and said, Johnny Cash was the reason I did this and that. Buffalo Bill was born on this date. <gasps> oh, I go not, oh, not the same. Say, how do you know that? This is, not, the this is not the same Buffalo Bill. I want to see this is, my This is the guy that surfed the terrain. Dana Holgerson. You know there are people who don't know what this is that probably don't even understand what's happening. Thank Buffalo God. Bill. You know what? Let him let him yeah. wonder. Died on this date in uh, 1917 at the age of 70. Oh. He would have been 178 it? years old. Who's Died his on his birthday. to fame? Other than being like a putting the lotion in the basket. No, no, no the no. other guy. No, oh, frontiersman. Yeah, but wasn't he yeah. like? A, didn't he do like He's Annie an ex- Oakley? Didn't they yeah. like do a tour? As well, Bill. He was an explorer of some I thought Buffalo sort. Bill did that too, right? Did he not? Did he, he not go on display? Ex- I don't know if he was on the circuit. What if okay. Nick the Like the ice history teacher. for 1900? I can't sit down. We're going to learn about Buffalo Bill. He was an explorer of some sorts. Put no. that. I'll be on the quiz. Yeah. He was uh, born on this date in 1917.
It's all no, you need to die, know. Died on this date. Day, day. Listen, I, they, they would all no, run no, together. No, it was his birthday. Oh. He passed away on his birthday. Yeah, oh, 1917. No. Jackie Gleason passed away. Would have celebrated a birthday in 1987. He was 71 when he passed away. You can't drive this piece of s*** on my highway. I'm telling you for the last time. I happen to have my young son in the car, and I don't want to hear that kind of language. Look, I'm asking you one single cut cold death. Don't you ever, ever raise your voice to me. Do you know who you're talking to? I happen to be due for key justice. Another career research. Yep. Like, can you imagine he sees the script and he goes, what? I'm who? What am I doing? How's this going to work? Huh? And it did. It worked. worked Son for played in the NFL for about five, six years. Guy who lost his hat. Really? No. Yeah. NFL player. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Back in his, the 60s. his biological son? No, Jackie oh, Gleason's son. Oh, who, my daddy, okay. my hat. Oh, exactly. <laughs> he was. In, right. I, I thought know. you were telling me his biological son played in the NFL. Oh, no, like, no. How, how no, Jackie. No, I'm sorry. Jackie Jr. Jr. In I the, didn't know that. Yeah, sorry. That right. was, uh, Michael Bolton celebrates a birthday today. He's 71. I pulled a switcheroo on I walked out in the the, uh, the waiting area and I okay. heard some silly, sappy love song. That's fine. What were you going to play? Um, I don't even remember. It was terrible. How this am I supposed to live without you, maybe? Perhaps. It, maybe. Love is a wonderful thing. Maybe. That's a good song. Do you understand? <laughs> it was Love is a wonderful thing, yeah. Cullen, Love is a wonderful thing? All right. He actually Off. wrote How Am I Supposed to Live Without You. Laura Brannigan did it. A lot of people thought he was remaking that song. Is that not true? I always thought that. Kick yeah, it up. Kick it up. You just learned something. I learned you. I'm going to tell you about the Michael Bolton that I know. Kick it up a little bit. This is the most classic video 101. Cullen, how old are you? 27. You have no idea what a 1983 video should look like, right? This was, every frame was go to MTV video school. You got the close-up. You got him with the guitar. There's one woman, but wait, now another woman is there. It is everything a 1983 video should be. Claw. Oh, the well, drummer the is exaggerated. Everything is exaggerated. everybody's mom in the 80s was a Michael Bolton fan into the early 90s. Now, he, the, the resurgence came for me for Jack Sparrow when he did The Lonely Island. If you want that, now we can have some hey, fun. Go back to the beginning because I also want to tell you, this is what 1983 video, how the video opens. Keyboard guy. Gotcha. Over-exaggerating like he's really playing. Well, I speak- like it. What's the name of it? I'm I downloading s- it. I saw, do you not know this album? No. What's the I saw song? this guy open up for Bob Seger. In Philadelphia in 1983, he was long-haired, rocking Michael Bolton. This whole album is this. This Oh, yeah, this is so you. Well, this is like Nelson, except it's one guy. Fantastic. Speaking of keyboard players, Jonathan Cain celebrates a birthday today. 75. Speaking of keyboards and over-exaggeration playing in the beginning of a video. Yeah, this video. Again. Steve Perry walking around with a sleeveless shirt on. It's video 101. How about you at least touch your weight if you're going to wear a sleeveless shirt? <laughs> Just touch one. Yeah, enough people telling me look Don't good. His cr- people doing? around him. Steve, you look great. Boy, watch that behind the music. It's Steve a lot of Perry's stuff going insufferable. on. insufferable. It's a lot of stuff going on. I want this guy fired. I want that guy fired. How about the fact that... I travel that- with my girlfriend away from the band. Jonathan- I never really felt like I was part of the band. Jonathan Kane and Neil Schoen were at each other's throat about a credit card. You know what I just saw a picture of them? They're touring again. Of course. They settled what they needed to settle. Money not, solves it all. So this no video, doubt. they're on the docks somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, Acting you see, tough. You see garage-type doors, yeah. you know, the warehouse doors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of things going on. You know they're acting. I mean, they're in a video. Said they're acting tough. Okay. But this is video 101. It weighs like, 145 pounds. You got to threaten me? Do you think there's a college course? <laughs> if you're in his warehouse. <laughs> yeah. I'll throw you right in the bay. Do you think there's a college course, MTV 1981 to 85, the way that I took a World War II course, yeah. 1941 to 1945? Oh, like I you took, couldn't study the UNIVAC? I took history MIT. of rock and roll. Yeah. Same okay, thing. so was MTV Elective. a big part of? It was more was, like more the classic rock, 70s, 80s. Didn't okay. really dive into that as much. 81 to 85, how you do a video. I could teach that class. What could you teach? History of rock and roll. It was an easy A. I do it every day in here. I give you the history oh, of rock and roll. Wow. Excuse me, I teach you every day. Goodness. Excuse me, Professor. Oh my. I have not shown you wow. the proper respect. That was like me coming in and saying I'm a doctor because I went to three years of chiropractic. How about that? I'm, not. I'm the doctor of rock and roll. He's Dr. Rock. Actually, there's a guy There's a guy on YouTube who's already got that moniker. I'm not it. kidding you. Oh, I don't he wanna, gives lessons. I better think of something else. I don't want to yeah, get you need something else. If you do want a good book to me, you know, the MTV, I know, the real I story from day one. Is it on audio? Yeah. Is it? Wonderful. Oh, okay. Well, if Matt's it's... recommending it, then it was yes, unauthorized. exactly. I believe it's the unauthorized, too, That's which fine. gives you the best. Reading is fundamental. Uh, <laughs> finally, Levi Strauss would have celebrated a birthday today. Oh, 
passed away at the age of 73 in 1902. Never really saw the prophet, right? Oh, that's a bummer. Well, gold mine, like diggers, they were the first ones. Like the, uh, one of the people panning for gold. And then they, was it Levi Strauss? Was that one person? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Hey, here comes Jeans Boy. Someday you'll be wearing my jeans. And then who was Lee? Uh, that was just, you know. Is that Steve Lee? Who yeah, worked for Strauss and then left Steve, on his own. Yeah, well, and Steve and Phil Lee. After the non-compete ran out in 1877, know, he like, could, you yeah. know. Like, who's Lee? I want to know what he's Who's com- Wrangler? Right. I want to know these competing companies. Johnny Wrangler. Johnny <laughs> Wrangler. Um, do you know what the problem with Levi's became? Here's the problem with Levi's. What's the problem with Levi's? What's the problem? Anybody remember? What's the problem with Levi's? I got no problem with Levi's. Now they have too many numbers and there are when too you, many choices. When you get to a certain age. They always had the waist size right there on the tag on the back. It always right. said 3230. Right. 34th. And then when you get to like 36 plus, now you go, I can't wear them. The world's going to know. Okay. Cool. I was very proud of my 30s. Sure. You get so heavy yeah. that the overhang the, covers the, the number. In that Belichick then you're good. Video. I'm holding on to the 34s as, as long as I can, and they're Good uncomfortable now. I'm barebacked. It's uncomfortable. Certain pants I could still fit in the 34s. So, there's I'm a out. time during the show where I'll unbutton them just because I oh, just yeah. I feel miserable. Like I'm not, I'm not going to go to 36 though. Yeah. I'm going to be stubborn. In my mind though, I'm still wearing. I'm still shopping for like 36s and Wasn't 38s. Wasn't that your? That's your. I'm a, that's enough moment. Yeah. You had your fat yeah, yeah. moment. You were trying to get oh, pants on. Couldn't fit the 38s. You're picture. like, I'm done. And I told Chuck when I and I didn't realize how big I got again because nobody told me. You should have told me something. We started doing CSS, but 15 years ago. Yeah, you were big. And I saw myself on TV. I go, oh, He's my fat. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I told well, Chuck, yeah. I'm trying to get down to 210. He goes, well, you ain't 210 now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, you're not. Chuck, you're right. Oh, my gosh. That moment where you go, is that me? Yeah. Like, that's the moment. Is that Horrifying. Me? Would you ever give in to, like, the jeggings? Is that just completely giving up? Yeah, have some give. What's that? Some play. What is that? Jeggings or legging jeans. They look like jeans, but they're stretchy they have some leggy give. pants. I mean, yeah. a lot of the jeans I have are the stretchy jeans. Yeah, I like the stretchies. They're just more comfortable. Hold on. Is that a men thing? Uh, no, I think Hoyt did them. Interesting. Jeggings, yeah. There's, there's, there's give. Because it's unfair that women can wear those. They look right on them, but it's also unfair because they're stretchy and they're you comfy. you got to be careful when you wear those. You'll look like that guy from the Giants. Everybody's going to see your business. Correct. It's, we have oh. Major League Baseball pants. We oh, can see right through everything. Yeah. It's junk patrol. Yeah. You wear a bigger shirt. You cover yourself yeah, and you're be careful. No one wants to see the ball, Zach. Subtlety. I think we got the idea before you said I can't. It's late in the show and punchy. I want to thank Todd France for joining us today. Colin Madden, Derek Thomas. Okay, so it is. Juan on the other side of the glass. Thanks to Juan hasn't been here in a couple weeks. As well. Who are you thanking? You're thanking a guy. I'm sorry, Brian. Brian's the guy who came in here and very politely sort of asked you. I know who Brian is, all right? I know. I'm not sure you do. I'm not sure you do. Ryan I didn't hear his name. Here and then he left and he came back. Right. He's seen the light. Um, hey, real quick. Now that we've had Todd France on, yeah. what, do you, what do you guys call Hadley? Uh, the super agent of the stars. Who's no, coming no, out no. with you today at 330? Uh, Matt Miller, yeah. NFL what? draft scout. One of the best in yeah. like the mock Looking draft industry. He's great. I'm glad you brought that right, up. I just yeah. want to know, though. Do you call him? I mean, you... Todd and, and I believe Todd and Hadley are like their, their buddies, so they okay, can battle it. What do you call Hadley? I want to make sure we don't Super agent to the stars. Super agent to Correct. the stars. We just call Todd super mean, agent. You've got to be able to build these people up. <laughs> Todd said, uh, you know, that's up to uh, others, I, how they want to define me. He was very uh, humble about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's rich enough to be. I was going to say, I think he's, yeah. I think he's selling you on that. He's sitting on a pile of money. So Matt Miller, 330. Yeah. We'll hear the Paul Johnson, other cuts, Rip and Jeff Collins when you guys come back as well. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. We're back tomorrow at 11. Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Hey, it's Finn, and if you've been listening to 680 for long, you know that I'm a big fan of Audi Atlanta. That's where I got my Audi Q8 e-tron, which I absolutely love. And it's the only dealership I would recommend to my friends and my family. And here's why. For one, Audi Atlanta has a great selection of luxury vehicles. They helped me find the exact SUV I was looking for, and the purchase was super easy. A fully transparent experience catered to me. The same experience they provide all their customers And here's one more reason that makes Audi Atlanta so special. During the month of April, Audi Atlanta will make a donation to Enduring Hearts for every vehicle sold. Thanks to the efforts of Enduring Hearts, children with heart transplants are living longer and healthier lives. Get the Audi you've always wanted while supporting a great cause. To learn more about Enduring Hearts and to view our current specials, visit AudiAtlanta.com. To start or complete your entire purchase online or shop Audi Atlanta in person like I did on Peachtree Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Together, we have the power to make positive changes that could last a lifetime. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download The Fan app. Hey, it's Finn, and if you've been listening to 680 for long, you know that I'm a big fan of Audi Atlanta. That's where I got my Audi Q8 e-tron, which I absolutely love. And it's the only dealership I would recommend to my friends and my family. And here's why. For one, Audi Atlanta has a great selection of luxury vehicles. They helped me find the exact SUV I was looking for, and the purchase was super easy. A fully transparent experience catered to me. The same experience they provide all their customers And here's one more reason that makes Audi Atlanta so special. During the month of April, Audi Atlanta will make a donation to Enduring Hearts for every vehicle sold. Thanks to the efforts of Enduring Hearts, children with heart transplants are living longer and healthier lives. Get the Audi you've always wanted while supporting a great cause. To learn more about Enduring Hearts and to view our current specials, visit AudiAtlanta.com to start or complete your entire purchase online. Or shop Audi Atlanta in person like I did on Peachtree Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Together, we have the power to make positive changes that could last a lifetime the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent apy and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.